Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16 this morning. Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. I'm going to read the passage and then we'll pray. So while he was in one of the cities, there came a man full of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and begged him, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. And Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him saying, I will be clean. And immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as Moses commanded for a proof to them. But now even more the report about him went abroad and great crowds gathered to hear him and be healed of their infirmities. But he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. Let's pray together. God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for this passage of scripture. We pray that you'd help us to believe Pray that you'd help us to um, grow in holiness and in joy and in faith. Pray that you would do just really good work in our hearts as we gather around your word this morning. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Uh, so this, this would stress me out if um, that was just... If I was just there, um, and, and, and a leper came up to me, if a leper came up to me and was, was close to me, this wasn't supposed to happen. This was not, I mean, this was not a thing that anybody was expecting. This is an incredibly stressful situation. I get stressed out even when, when people like, just like, I, I get stressed out easily. Like, I, it just doesn't take much to stress me out. I, we, we, you know, we're somewhere, we're in Walmart or something, and someone calls out my name, and I'm like, oh man, uh, yeah, what do I do? You know, it's just like, it becomes this, like, this big dilemma. Do I pretend like I didn't hear them? Um, it's possible. That's a good, that's a good choice. Do I just push my cart the other way? Um, do, do I just start spanking my child in public so they'll leave? Um, <laughs> What do I do? I gotta do something here. Um, otherwise, I'm gonna have to stand and have an awkward conversation with this person, and uh, I don't know. Life's, life is so hard. And I don't even have to deal with this. I mean, what are you guys gonna do if a leper comes into church this morning? Have you thought about that? Did you guys think about that? On your way to church, did you, do you have a, do you have a leper plan? I can tell whether you're giggling, you don't. You're, you're not taking this seriously at all. But if this would have happened, if you would have been there with Jesus, this is immediately stressful. This is immediately stressful. Uh, Luke puts a, a behold in there. We don't, we don't have it in our ESV, but it's, it should say something like, while he was in one of the cities, behold, there came a man full of leprosy. Like, like you will not believe what happened next. We were just doing our thing, and then there's a leper there. What is going on? That's, that's, what, that's the way Luke is saying this, because this was not supposed to happen. The, the, the book of Leviticus was clear. Like you, if you were a leper, you stayed far away from society. You were incredibly contagious. You were unclean. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like a mean thing to keep you away. It was, just a, it was, it was taking care of everybody else. You, you were incredibly contagious. 
And this man is full of leprosy. He has a severe case of it. He's a mess. He's contagious. He's hopeless. He's desperate. And he would have stressed anybody else out. They would not have known what to do. It would have been immediate panic. But Jesus doesn't get stressed out. And, and I know, we, we, after this sermon is done, we're going we're gonna to go back to not being worried about leprosy. Like right now, a few of you are thinking, what, what do I do if a leper comes and says, like, what, what? I don't have a plan. How would I, how would I do that? You know? how would I, where would I go? What would I do? But we'll go back to not caring about that because we're not going to worry about that particular problem. But we are going to face all kinds of stuff in our lives that stress us out. Stress, it, just, it just stresses us out because we, don't, we, there's, we can't do anything about it. We, we can't, in our own strength, we, we, there's nothing we can do about it. We, we, we have, we have um, cancer, we have sickness, we have disease, we have people we care for who have cancer or sickness or disease, or maybe even worse, what I, what I think from, you know, from talking to um, you guys and from thinking about my own life, What's even more stressful, I think, is we have, we have people that we care desperately about, about and, and they're just making foolish decisions. They're just making these terrible choices. And they're, they're showing that they don't care at all about living lives that please God. And we can't do anything about it. It's just stressing us out. There's nothing we can do. We can't change their decision-making ability. We can't do it. There are just things in our lives, again, probably not lepers, but there are things in our lives that just stress us out. This one of the things Luke is showing us in this particular passage is that Jesus doesn't get stressed out. Jesus doesn't panic. He doesn't pretend like he can't hear the leper and then go away. We'll just take a different road. Jesus doesn't do that. In fact, Jesus goes so far as to touch the leper. Jesus shows just how non-stressed out he is by doing something completely unnecessary and touching the leper. If, in verse 13, Jesus stretched out his hand and touched him. Jesus didn't have to do this. Jesus could just heal people by just saying the word. Why would you, if I, if I was following Jesus, if I was a disciple at that moment, Jesus, what are you doing? Why, why would you touch him? Why would you, t- I, now I have to go take a shower. You're stressing me out. Jesus, why would you touch him? You didn't need to do that. Jesus isn't stressed. Jesus is not stressed out. And we see three reasons in this passage why Jesus doesn't get stressed out. And if we will pay attention to them, they'll be not only not only will we be impressed, although we should be. That's that would be enough. If that's all that happened, if we were just impressed, if we were just encouraged to worship a little bit more, that would be good. But but there's more here also, if, if we pay attention, this will help us in our own lives to not get so stressed out, to get, not get so panicky, to not get so nervous, to not have so many sleepless nights. This will help us. There's three reasons in this passage why Jesus doesn't get stressed out. Anybody else would have, he doesn't. Three reasons. Number one, Jesus can touch lepers without getting sick. Jesus can touch lepers without getting sick. Jesus stands alone in this regard. 
Like I said, the book of Leviticus makes it really clear this guy should have been way far away from everybody else. He shouldn't have been anywhere near anybody else. In fact, if he accidentally does come within a certain distance of anybody else, he has to yell out, unclean, so they know to get away from him. You could, you could take food and drop it off for a leper somewhere, but you couldn't, you couldn't be near that place while they were there. They'd have to live in caves on the outskirts of society. You, you can't go near them. If you touch them, you get what they have. You get leprosy. Highly contagious. Not for Jesus. Jesus is fine reaching out His hand and touching this leper. He's not worried about it at all. Because when Jesus touches someone, He doesn't catch their uncleanness. He gives them cleanness. He can do something that no one else can. And so this is a really good story for me and you. This will help us. If you pay attention to it, it'll help you. Because um, you and I are a lot like these lepers. Because of our sin. The Bible often uses leprosy as sort of this picture for sin. And so, and so you and I are a lot like this. We are a mess. We are unclean. We are sinful. We are, we are suffering because of our own sin. We are suffering because of other people's sin. We are suffering because we live in a world that's cursed by sin. We, so we are, we are a mess. And, and just like this leper, there's nothing we can do about it. The leper at least was in a little bit better boat than we are because the, the leper at least could hope that the disease would burn itself out. That could happen. He could, he could wait the disease out and, and perhaps it would go away. Sometimes it happened and sometimes it didn't. We don't even have that hope. If Jesus doesn't intervene, we are doomed. And so we are thankful that we have a Savior who came right down into this cesspool that we have made with our own sin. He came right down into all of our uncleanness and He didn't once become unclean. He never became sinful. When He died on the cross, He was a perfect, clean sacrifice. Untainted by sin. He was, he was an acceptable sacrifice. Uh, God, God was, God approved. God found His payment to be sufficient because He was completely clean. He came right down into the midst of our mess. But He didn't get, He didn't get dirty. He didn't get sinful. This is why he can, I mean, he can touch lepers and not get stressed out. And he can bring sinners right in, right into the family of God. And I don't, I don't know how this applies to you this morning, but I, I bet it does. So I, I want to just remind you this morning, if you haven't thought about this for a while, I want to remind you, you don't stress Jesus out. You don't stress him out. I know what it's like to stress someone out. I've, I, I have been in situations, in relationships, in conversations where it was obvious the person just did not want to be there with me anymore. I felt that before. And perhaps you have as well. You've been in those situations where you just know if that person could edge out of this conversation, if they could edge out of this relationship, if they could just kind of be done investing in me, they would be done. I'm stressing them out. We know what that feels like. Sometimes we, we think, man, if, if people knew who I really was, if they knew the sin that I struggle with, 
they'd want nothing to do with me. If they knew the sorrow that I carry, they'd want nothing to do with me. I'm not going to actually talk about the pain I'm going through because it would just stress them out. Not Jesus. You turn to Jesus in desperation, he, he won't get stressed out. You cannot stress Him out. He's not afraid to touch you. He's not afraid to call you His. He's not afraid to be kind to you. You turn to Jesus in desperation, you will not stress Him out. This is true for the Christian, and it's true for you if you've never turned to Christ. If you've never trusted Christ as your Savior. It's true for you too. And maybe you're thinking, man, I'd, I'd love to turn to Jesus. But I have, I am afraid. I have these sins that I just can't stop committing. I have these times that I've been sinned against. I have this sorrow and I, I, I'm just a suffering sinner. I have these sins that I can't stop doing and I have this pain. I just, I would be, I would be more than Jesus would want to deal with. We feel that way sometimes. And even if we don't say it, it's a, it's just this feeling of dread that just comes over us. We, because we've, we've, We've done that to people. We've stressed them out. We've, we've, we've gotten really honest with them and then they just kind of ghost us. They don't want to, they don't want to talk to us anymore. Like, oh, I guess I'm too much. You don't do that with Jesus. You can't do with that with Jesus. If, if you're thinking that this morning, whether you're, whether you're a Christian or, or whether you're, you've never believed the gospel, either way, I, if you're, if you're afraid that you're going to be too much for Jesus, you're going to stress him out. I want to remind you, he, he, he touched the leper and he didn't get unclean. He's not stressed out by you. And, and I'd love to talk. I like If you want to just come and talk to me sometime, we'll just talk. I, I, I would love for God to use me to show you that the Gospel of Jesus is big enough for whatever you bring to the table. That's the first reason Jesus isn't stressed out. He, he can touch a leper and and not get unclean. Not get sick. Number two, second reason Jesus doesn't get stressed out is because Jesus can heal lepers if He wants to. Jesus can heal lepers if He wants to. So this leper is desperately falling before Jesus. This, this leper is doing something incredibly risky. Uh, this is a huge social taboo. He should not have been there, but he comes and he, and he must have heard somehow, he must have known somehow that Jesus can heal people. So he comes to Jesus and what does he say? He says, if you will, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. The, the leper is saying to Jesus, if you want to, you can do it. The leper is convinced that Jesus has the ability He's just not sure if Jesus will want to. This is such good theology. This is such good, such a good understanding of who Jesus is. Because, and it's so good for, for you and me. We, again, we, we, maybe we, maybe we struggle ourselves with illness of some kind. We struggle with chronic pain. We struggle with sickness. Or, or, or we, we care deeply for people who are struggling. I mean, I've got, I've got all kinds of people that I care about in my life. And, 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 and doctors just stress me out. Because doctors say, yeah, we think that's probably the problem. And so we're going to do this and, and that will probably take care of it. I mean, just stop saying the word probably. Stop it. Don't give me percentages. Tell me what the problem is. Tell me what you're going to do. And tell me that it's going to be okay. Stop saying probably. What are you, a weather forecaster? You're getting paid a ton of money. Do the job. 
stresses me out. It's because I can't, can't do anything about it. So this, this helps. This helps. Remembering Jesus isn't stressed out. Because if Jesus wanted to heal you, He could. If Jesus wanted you to live to be 150 years old, which I don't think He would do that to the rest of us, but if He did, if He wanted you to live to 150, He's just like, I'm going to unleash that on the world. That seems good. And so, 150 years of you. You would live for 150 years. This is good for us to remember. Some of you deal with, some of you, I, I, I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say any names, but there's, there's quite a few names that came to my head as I was writing this sermon. People like, I just, like, if, if I was in charge, there'd be a lot of other issues, but if I was in charge, I would just take your pain away. I would just take it away. Like, this, this feels like a no-brainer. This feels like an easy one. You suffer every day with pain. You're an awesome person. I'm just going to take it away. Fixed it. The leper gets it, though. The leper says, Jesus, you can if you will. If you want to, you can. What this reminds us, one of the great reasons Jesus doesn't get stressed out is because if he wants to, he can heal that person you, you pray desperately for. He can heal you. He can heal your loved one. He can. And so the beautiful thing about this is if he's choosing not to, it's because he's doing something better. It's not because you didn't have enough faith. It's not because you didn't hold your mouth just right when you were praying. It's not because, you know, it's, just, it's not because of those things. If you got chronic illness, chronic pain, scary disease, and you're praying, you got a loved one who's going through it, and you're praying, that Jesus isn't stressed out. He's not stressed out. He's not up there waiting until you, you record enough prayers and then he'll do it. He's not trying to. He's not trying to. You know, he's not getting to get a good night's sleep the night before, so he has enough power to do it. He's not saying, no, I healed someone else. I'm kind of sapped. I'm not going to do it today. Jesus wanted to. He could. If he's choosing not to, he's doing something better. He's doing something better. It's it's for your holiness. It's for your joy. It's for the glory of God. It's for the advance of the gospel. He's He's got something better to do in that situation because does, does, does Jesus ever get it wrong? Does he ever say, man, I'd, I'd play that different if I, if I had to go back. I'd, I'd do that different. Has he ever gotten it wrong? No. No. This, this is, helps us to, to not stress out ourselves. To not panic. Yeah, we, we're going we're to try to take care of our Health, my, my, my dad, we're, we're, we're convincing my dad that there's a few things you just got to do. You know, you're, you're, a stroke, you're a stroke survivor. He would never call himself that, you know. He would say, you know, he kind of, he didn't feel good for a couple days. He feels better now. That's how he would say it. That's how he would frame that. There's a few things, there's a few ways his life's just got to change a little bit. He's got to deal with it. So yeah, we just have to deal with stuff. 
But we don't stress out about it. We do not stress out about it. There are some of you going through pain every day. I wish I could just say the word. Be gone. Jesus could. And if he's not, he's doing something better. Those are the first couple of reasons why Jesus isn't stressed out. Last one, number three. Jesus is committed to his Father's good plan. Jesus is committed to his Father's good plan. This is the third reason why in this passage, we have many other reasons as we go through the book of Luke, but this is the third reason in this passage why Jesus is not. He doesn't get stressed out. He doesn't panic. He doesn't freak out. He doesn't run away. Jesus is committed to his Father's good plan. So after the, after the leper is healed, verse 14, and he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing, as Moses commanded, for a proof to them. So it is, Jesus wants the leper to do it by the book. This is what the book of Leviticus says. There's this whole deal. If your, if your leprosy is gone, then you go to the priest and he puts you through this process. It takes about a week. And then after you've gone through the process and there's like, and there's different, um, offerings and sacrifices and there's, uh, there's things you just gotta do, the, the priest will, will declare that you are clean and then you can go back and rejoin society. It's a beautiful thing. It's awesome. Jesus said, this is what we're gonna do. This is what the book of Leviticus says. This is what we're gonna do. So, so the, the leper goes, Verse 15, but now even more the report about him went abroad. It was, it was supposed to be, let's keep this on the down low. Just don't, we don't need to go crazy about this, Jesus says. You go, and you just, you do what they would have, they've been doing for generations. If, if somehow the, you just do what would have happened if the leprosy would have cleared up somehow. You just, you go and you, and you present yourself to the priest. Just go and do it. But the book of Mark tells us that the leper didn't keep anything to himself. And then everybody who saw it is freaking out. They're telling everybody. I'm sure the priest who saw it and just what is going on. And they were talking. Everybody's talking. Everybody's talking. Verse 15, but now even more, the report about him went abroad and great crowds gathered to him and to be healed of their infirmities. But look at verse 16. But he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. So, so the way Luke describes this, the way Luke says this, it, it, it shows us that this is just a, a, a common routine for Jesus. This is a habit. This is just what Jesus did. He did this often. He would withdraw to desolate places and pray. The, the crowd would be in this frenzy and Jesus' celebrity status would be going through the roof and everybody would be clamoring to hear Him and to get healed and all of that stuff. But oftentimes, Jesus would leave all of that and he would go and he would and he would go into a desolate place, into the wilderness where nobody was, and he would pray. He did this often. He did this often. Because Jesus is committed to his Father's good plan. Jesus is is committed to to humbly depending upon His Father. He is committed to doing things His Father's way. Which means, Jesus is committed to the cross. Jesus' face is set towards Jerusalem. Jesus is going to die on the cross. And, And on that cross, He's going to destroy sickness permanently. He's going to destroy sin because he's gonna, he's gonna destroy sickness because he's gonna destroy the root of sickness. He's gonna do, destroy sin. He's gonna put it in the grave. 
Jesus is committed to His Father's good plan. See, the people want to make Jesus... So the the people's plan and the Father's plan are just different things. The the people want Jesus to be this this physical healing Savior. And and they also want Him to be the one who will lead them against Rome. And they have have big political, physical um, um, uh, plans for Jesus. But Jesus is going to stay dialed in on His Father's plan. Jesus is not going to be distracted by the, by the celebrity status, by the fading glory. Uh, he's not going, he's going to stay dialed in on his father's plan. And, and he does this by committing himself to private prayer. By getting alone and, and committing himself to his father once more. Depending upon his father once more. Looking to his father for wisdom once more. For strength. Once more, this is a common routine in Jesus' life. And so, let's ask ourselves this morning. I, I mean, I can't, I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what you do in your private life. I, I have no idea if I'm looking at like the, the whole iceberg when I look at you, or I'm looking at the tip of the iceberg. I don't know what your relationship with God is like. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, targeting anybody here this morning any more than I'm targeting myself. Let's ask ourselves, are we humbling ourselves every day before God in prayer? Do we, do we spend time every day just asking God once again to give us strength? To, 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 do, do we depend? Do we say, God, I depend upon You, on Your Word, on your, your Scripture for wisdom? God, I need you. You're, I need you to do good work in my life. I need you to grow me in holiness. I, I need you to. I, I need you to to guide me. I need you to to reshape my desires. I need you to give me patience. I need you to give me wisdom. You need to work in me and through me, God, or I'm I am nowhere. Please help me. We have to ask ourselves, is our Christian life far more public than it is private? Because here is a great way to be stressed out. You want to be stressed out? You want, to, you, do you want, you want more stress in your life? I, a lot of people ask me, how can I just be a little bit more stressed out? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Hang out with me more. If that doesn't help, live your life without prayer. Just go days and days without confessing to God that you need His mercy. Live your life without asking God to give you wisdom and strength. Live your life without asking God to do His good work in you and to do His good work through you. That that God would produce the fruit of the Spirit in your life. That God would use you to make disciples of the people in your life. It's amazing how stressed out I get when I forget that God is sovereign. That God is good. That God never fails. That God is infinitely smarter than I am. It's amazing how stressed out I get when I forget God. A great way to remember God is to spend time every single day with Him in prayer. Acknowledging your humble need for Him. If Jesus, who never sinned, who is God in the flesh, the second person of the Trinity, if Jesus felt it was necessary to pray, how much more so for us? Philippians 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. 
Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. Don't be stressed out. Calm down. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. We get stressed out. We do. We do. You do. I do. As that happens, let's remember that Jesus doesn't. This is such good news for us. Whatever we're freaking out about, He can handle it. Let's turn to Jesus in desperation. You're not going to stress Him out. He can handle it. He he can touch a leper and not get sick. He can can heal leprosy if He wants to. And if He doesn't want to, He's doing something better. He is committed to His Father's good plan. And He shows us this by, by living a life of private prayer. Let's follow His example. Let's pray together. God, I thank You for Your Word. I thank You for the... I thank you for Jesus and just how amazing he is. I just, over and over and over in the book of Luke, we just see Jesus is who we need. Jesus is who we need. We, we pray, God, that, that, um, that we would be, that we would be calmed, that we would be comforted, that we would be sturdied and strengthened, by Jesus' calm. By Jesus' calm confidence. We pray, God, that You would, in Your grace, help us to believe. Help us to believe. If there's anybody here, God, who... who has never believed the gospel. I pray that they would they would today. They would turn to Jesus. That they would find him to be the savior they need. That his his gospel, the good news of his perfect life, his death on the cross, his glorious resurrection. It, it's it's enough. That's enough. That anything they need, they can find in the gospel. They're not going to stress him out. They're not going to worry Him. He can save them. I pray that there's anybody who never believed that, I pray that they would believe it today. They would turn to Jesus as their Savior. And I pray, God, that You would help all of us to be more and more amazed by our Savior, that we would trust Him more. That we, would, that we would resist being stressed out, resist freaking out, living in anxiety and, and nervousness. Pray that You'd help us, God. Pray that You would help us to find comfort and courage in, in the mighty mercy of our Savior.
It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.